All right, ladies, and prepare your hearts for today's episode because we have a special treat in store. So like I was telling you in a couple episodes before, and like I kind of forewarned you in last week's episode, we have a really special guest for today. And we have a couple more guests planned for the rest of this year. And I'm even looking for even more guests for 2022. So today's guest, let me just give you kind of a little bit of background how it came about. I kind of met Cassandra on all places, Instagram, you know, isn't that where everybody meets everybody today? And I've been following her career, little West and just her family's growth. And just, you know, she just seemed like a really great person. She always gives a lot of great recipes and tips and family lifestyle stuff on her um, Instagram feed. And it was just, I was just drawn to her and her company, um, makes raw juices. And I, love raw juices. So I started kind of investigating that too, and kind of got involved in watching her career growth and a bunch of other things. And so I reached out to her on Instagram and said, Hey, would you mind coming and being a guest on the podcast? And as gracious as she is, um, she said, yes. So I just want to introduce you to her before we dive into the episode, because Cassandra, she's a native to Montreal and she moved to Los Angeles in 2006. And while her passion has always been a balance of conscious eating with an emphasis on health and wellness, she thrived in the high-end fashion industry for over six years, building a booming territory on the West Coast. After investing in a few LA restaurants to gain knowledge of the industry, in 2013, Cassandra co-founded Clover Juice, which later rebranded to Little West in 2018 after their firstborn son, West. What started as a 200 square foot juice shop in LA quickly became California's premier juice company, partnering with hotel groups, high-end grocery chains, tech companies, and some of the best coffee and restaurant brands in the country. Most recently, and in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, Little West launched as Whole Foods cold-pressed juice partner. Yay! I'm so happy for that. Cassandra's vision for the company has never wavered, and Little West is known for having the highest quality and best tasting juice on the market, and respected for having unparalleled partnerships with customers and distributors alike. Since becoming a mother to her sons, West and Wolf, and realizing the importance of teaching kids about real food, Cassandra volunteers much of her time, and Little West donates a percentage of all sales to Big Green Learning Gardens. She believes that she can make a difference, whether it be by inspiring kids to try new fruits and veggies or adults to have more fun in the kitchen. Food that's good for you should always be fun and tastes great. And um, like I said, we had, you'll see in the, in the interview and that's coming up, we had a great interview. She was as lovely in person as I expected her to be, as she personifies on all of her um, feeds and everything else like that. She was just warm, wonderful. And I know that you're going to enjoy this conversation. We talked about, you know, what it's like, um, you know, being a female founder in a health related business and the struggles of the early days, how she got started. We talk about the importance of juicing and how she sees juicing fitting into our everyday health. You know, we talked about entrepreneurship. We talked about motherhood and just, you know, how, do we balance it all as women? And you'll be surprised what we talk about and how we define that in the episode. So with no further ado, let's dive into the episode and listen to Miss Cassandra Walker of Little West and find out all about this amazing, fantastic woman and the Little West Company. Come on, ladies, let's do it. Hey there, and welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad, Millennial Women's Health Guide and Certified Women's Health Nurse Practitioner. I invite you to join me and hundreds of other women who are curious about their health, want to be their number one self-care advocate, and want to build a health portfolio that is robust enough to carry them through every facet of their lives. The Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, or level up your health to the fullest potential. Discover why women all over the globe call the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast their go-to women's wellness hub, where we talk about women's wellness, we talk about business, life, and everything in between, all the things that pertain to us women being healthy. We are more than just a podcast. We are a community. 
Well, ladies, thank you and welcome back to another episode. And like I told you in the interview, we have a really special treat for you today. We have a great guest interview, Cassandra Walker from Little West Juice Company. And I really couldn't be more honored, Cassandra, to have you on the show. So thank you so much for coming. Thank and, you for having me. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I love, you know, I met, I, well, I haven't met her personally today. We're just meeting, but I've been following her on Instagram. And that sounds kind of funny when you say you follow. It sounds like stalker. I feel like, I feel like nowadays this is what our norm is. And it's how we keep in touch with our friends and, and people that we don't live close to. Yeah. So I've been just, I, I love all your content. You know, you're a mama, you talk about health, you've got a great health business. So I just wanted you to come on here and talk to the ladies about your story and let's start there. Let's just hear a little bit about your story. Cause I'm, I'm fascinated. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I has read an article back in 2018 about your company and it was a picture of you. And actually I was going through my photos today and I still have the article that I was reading about when you started the company. And I'm like, when I read the article, I was like, I, someday when I have a podcast or even when I do video interviews, I want to interview this woman because, you know, she's out there doing great things. So let's hear your story. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. And I also love following you. I, I love how inspirational your your um, Instagram account is. So same, same, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm stalking you a little bit in your, uh, in your Instagram as well. Um, so gosh, our story, well, our story for the company, for Little West, for, for starting this business, um, Andrew and I, my husband, Andrew and I started the business back in 2013. And we actually uh, started this little tiny juice bar in LA, 200 square foot juice bar with money we had been, uh, we had set aside for a wedding. And it was actually money that my parents had, some money that my parents had set aside um, for our wedding. And um, and then we basically had friends and family just lend us, a, you know, five, $10,000 here and there. And we had this idea of opening up a juice bar. And at the time, we never really thought that our business would be more than a juice bar. You know, I started working in the juice bar and I was looking for a career change at the time. I had been in the fashion business for six years and I wanted to do something that was in the health and wellness space. At the time, I was super passionate about juicing and smoothie making and baking, healthy baking. And so we thought, well, how can we bring that into this new venture? And we had really, it was it was kind of like when the universe just pushes you in a direction. We had friends of ours who had a yoga studio. They were expanding their yoga studio and they carved out 200 square feet right on the, on the uh, like a storefront for us to open up this little juice bar. And like I said, it was really, that was, we thought we were opening up a juice bar and that was it. And we never really thought that we'd be building a beverage brand. And so, um, you know, we definitely uh, didn't know what we know now. And I think that a lot of times when you talk to entrepreneurs, we all joke that like, would you have done it? And I'm like, no way. I wouldn't have put myself through the last eight years. But, um, you know, we started the business because we just had a, a really huge passion for a healthy lifestyle and supporting our community and inspiring a healthier lifestyle within the community. And we just never really thought that our community on La Brea in LA would expand to eventually the West Coast and then become a national brand. So yeah. it was very, very small in the beginning um, and just really never thought that we would do what we're doing today. Okay, so you started as a juice bar. So how did, okay, so how did just kind of fill me in because I'm interested, you know? Um, so we went from a juice bar to now you're actually an online, you know, you can buy the product online, you can buy it at Whole Foods, you're in stores. So how did it go from just a juice bar merging over the years into like kind of like what you have today? I mean, was it just like one big thing or was it little steps along the way? It was so many little steps along the way and um, so many mistakes, so many hurdles, so many challenges, so many huge losses, huge wins. I think, uh, you know, you really have to have a, a resilient, you have to be a resilient person to be able to, to do what we do and to be entrepreneurs. And that goes for anyone who's an entrepreneur. Um, oh, you know what, Michelle, hang on one second. Yeah, okay. No you got it. Okay. We are live, ladies, and you know how it goes when we do a live show. Dogs bark, babies cry, grandbabies cry, come in, bother us, husbands come. So, hey, we love bringing it to you live. So this is all part of the thing. And Cassandra will be back in just a second, and we'll continue from there. So grab a sip of water or coffee, or just, you know, say a prayer if you're in your car. Excuse me, excuse me. 
No, Pompeii. I was just telling the audience too. They know. I should. I, I, I record the shows live. I've got a grandbaby. I've got dogs. I've got a bird. She's actually talking downstairs. So they, they, they hear all things. So it's all. This is real life. This is real life. I feel like everyone can relate to this. Um, this is what happens when when you're working from home too for the day. But the kids are not here, and so I don't have to navigate mama mama every few seconds. So that's great. Um, so going back to how did we get to where we are? Yeah. Uh, no, well, because we, we thought we were opening a juice bar and we did at the time think like, wouldn't it be great if we could have a second or a third location at some point? And so we built our business with the model of retail, thinking that we were building a retail store. But in full transparency, when we started the business, I remember someone saying to me, so how much working capital do, do you have to start the business? Like, or how much working capital did you have when you started the business? And I was like, I could tell you a fancy answer, but the truth is I didn't know what working capital was. And we were underfunded as a company and we didn't realize it at the time, but we had so much passion to make this healthy product and to get it to our friends and, and our community that that was our driving force. Our driving force was like, we are going to get this juice to the people, to our friends. And, and, and that was really it. And so how we got into the wholesale space was really a fluke. We had uh, we met someone or we had a couple friends who had coffee shops in LA and they reached out to us and said, you know, we'd love to carry your juice at our cafe. And at that point, yes, the answer is yes to everything. Of course, that sounds fun. Let's do it. So Andrew was juicing in this tiny little bakery kitchen of a hotel that we were lucky that we got to use. Uh, now in hindsight, I can't believe we started our business there. So he's juicing through the night. I'm working in the stores during the day. And when he finishes juicing in the night at like four in the morning, he then gets in the car and drives the juice to our tiny little storefront and then delivers it to two or three of our customers. And the juice had a three-day shelf life. It was, I mean, it was beautiful and vibrant. And, you know, the whole, our whole passion about bringing this, about making our, uh, building our company and making our product was quality. We always wanted to be known for having this really high quality product we source from local farms. We small batch everything we make. At that time, we were so small, of course, we small batched it, but we still do today. Anyways, so we started working with some friends who had coffee shops, and then one coffee shop led to another, and then another, and then we started working with a hotel, and we were like, this is so cool, and then we started working with a Soho house, but at the same time, you know, here we are trying to build a business with a juice that has a three-day shelf life. And while this is happening, you know, we're just basically growing in the industry of the cold pressed juice industry, which was a new industry at the time. And we realized really quickly that we were in over our heads and we were thinking, gosh, here's a company like press juicery. They've been around for years longer than us. And they started, go they started going into accounts, customers of ours and saying, hey, we'll buy all of the juice that you have, we'll replace it with our juice and everything's on consignment and we'll swap out fresh product every single day. And as a little company, we just couldn't compete with that. And so, you know, we definitely, you know, because we were underfunded, because the wholesale business was an afterthought and we started inching our way into it, um, we really had to be thoughtful and methodical and wear blinders when we were building our business because the second that we looked to all the other juice companies that were growing and booming and had millions of dollars backing them, uh, you know, Andrew and I were just like, gosh, how do we compete? And we were hard on ourselves, but we never wavered from two things. And to this day, it's so important that it, it really is important to our company to always make the best product. Our company comes down to product and partnerships. And some of the partnerships that we started back in 2013 and 14, we still work with a lot of those people today. And they have been with us through uh, the shelf life extension. So starting with a three-day shelf life to then the FDA regulating, like creating this whole new industry. We're not just juice anymore. We're now cold pressed juice. So now it's a new category. What are the restrictions? What are the requirements going through you know, all of the growth of a small kitchen to a medium kitchen to a bigger kitchen that we thought we'd be in for years and then having to shut that down suddenly and move to a co-packing facility. And there have been so many moments where, you know, we wanted to stop and where we didn't have the money to go on and we didn't have the energy sometimes to go on. Um, but I think that we ended up in the wholesale business. We are no longer in retail. We closed down our last retail store in um, 
August, no, September of 2019, right before the pandemic, which ended up being a blessing. And, um, but what we realized is that like all this journey, and I'm happy to dive into some of the wins and some of the major losses, um, but through and through, there were always customers in a moment of darkness when we were really struggling to, to keep things going and trying to find ways to pay our employees and it was coming out of our own pocket and to make the product. We always had these moments of like clarity when there was a, a really hard time happening of like, it's not time to give up, we have to keep pushing. And so um, I think we've always just been really big on like paying attention to the signs. And so now our business is wholesale. So now we sell through our website, we ship nationally and we distribute through ourselves, through our own company distribution and through multiple distributors on the West Coast of, Cal of, of the US. Yeah, that's, that's fabulous. And I think, you know, you touched on that several good points too, especially for people, you know, who are starting out in business or in business or, and it can relate to health or any part of your life, you know, it's just, mm -hmm. is having stick to you know, and just, there are, there are always those darkest moments, you know, nothing, anything like they say, anything that's worth it, you know, is you're going to have pain and you're going to have growth and stuff. And just, you know, having blinders on, because I know for myself too, you know, starting a, you know, in, in the wellness space too, you see all these other places out there and they're like, oh my God, they're doing this and they're big and that, but then you have to kind of remember, you know, they started someplace small too, but you don't, you don't mm -hmm. ever see that normally, you know, like where people start their small, you just see them when they're a success because exactly. that's, that's when they're on the internet and they're, and they're all over the place is when they're a success, but you don't see those growing stages. So I think that a lot mm -hmm. of us, you know, you kind of get discouraged and you kind of go, okay, well, I'm not there yet. I can't compete. You know, how do I do this? And then, you know, but I think that it's really good that when you've got that passion, like you were, like you were, like you were saying, and you always came back on your ground and you know, keep moving forward because there's always light, I believe, you know, and I'm sure that you do too at, at the end of any dark tunnel. And sometimes mm -hmm. I don't, I look at challenges as, you know, there, there are ways to get around. You may have to change things in the way that you thought something may look like you said, you started off as mm -hmm. a juice bar and then, you know, it now, now you're wholesale and it, it may have looked different from what you thought it was at the beginning, but it's something beautiful in the end, you know, over here on this end too. So, Absolutely. you know, so I'd like to ask you too. So as a female, you know, entrepreneur, and I know that, you know, your, your co-founder is your husband, Andrew too. And Hey, we love men too. <laughs> But being a woman, you know, is there like, have you, have you seen any um, special hardships or difficulties in just being a woman trying to be an entrepreneur in, in this, in a health related field, so to speak, because we're talking about health today? Yes, absolutely. I think there was, I think it was a bigger struggle earlier on. And I think now it's less of a struggle. And um, I, I, there's something so beautiful about the support that women have for each other in business and the way that we lift each other up. And, and I think it's really important to be uh, thoughtful and intentional in surrounding yourself with other women who lift you up. Um, because it is, you know, I think just business has been and is such a, such a male focused, um, I mean, just business is so many men, there's so many men in business. And <laughs> And, you know, like, how, how do I even, um, you know, and I, I love having my husband as my business partner. He's my biggest fan and I am his. And so that works really well for us, even though it is a challenge a lot of the time. <laughs> um, but we, we have, I have had quite a few struggles in the early on, we had a, a third partner and um, we did not see eye to eye. And he was a real guy's guy in the way he did business. And there were a lot of respect issues that deeply affected me that I, you know, yes, of course you move past it and we are great friends now and, and it's all water under the bridge. Um, but at the time when I was a new entrepreneur, a new female entrepreneur and representing the company, because at the end of the day, I'm the one making the recipes. I'm the one not sleeping at night. You know, I'm, I'm when something goes wrong, Andrew and I get the phone call and you know, it really, it is so much, this company is so much a reflection of us and having the third partner um, wasn't the right fit for us because there was definitely a major lack of respect when it came to me being the authoritative figure and, and final decision maker in the company. Yeah. And so a lot of my ideas were not good ideas. And a lot of, you know, and and at the time, marketing wise, um, his intent, his strategy was never show the people behind it because we don't want them knowing that it's you behind it or you and Andrew behind it. It just has to be about the brand. And, you know, opposingly, Andrew and I really felt like, well, look, we started this brand. It's so intimate to us. It is so personal to us. And yes, we can be, we can be the face of the brand. The product has to stand alone and it has to be its own thing. Um, but I am a huge supporter of 
brands where I know the story behind it. And I know that there are people behind the company. And so, you know, we did, we had a very, we call it an amicable divorce with our ex-partner. And so I think that was really my first time in this business as an entrepreneur, uh, having struggles with my partner, which was very difficult and, um, and tested my, my confidence and my abilities to make decisions as an entrepreneur and as a business owner. So that was one um, but before that, and for years before that, in my past uh, work, yes, it was, I was in the fashion business. It was almost all men in the company. And um, I actually left that job because I asked for a very small pay increase. And at the time now, now I realized how little I was being paid and how much work I was doing. And it just was crazy that I was doing that in the first place and that I settled for it. Um, but I asked for a very small pay increase, knowing what some of the men in the company at my exact same level were getting paid. And the president of the company flat out said no. And I said, I know that the men in the company are being paid more than me. And he said, I assure you, they are not. <laughs> and in that moment, I remember thinking, you are lying to my face. I have done nothing but devote myself to this company the way I do in anything. I dive into things because I love, I have to find joy in what I do. And, and I resigned. And it was such an empowering moment for me as this you know, young girl out of college. It was my first career job. I had been there for six years or it was almost six years. And um, it was really empowering. And, and after that, that's when we started our business. And I remember thinking like, wow, that took a lot. And I cried and I was so emotional about like, I'm leaving my security and my job. Um, but in hindsight, it was the best thing I could have done because it was the first time that I really chose myself and to respect myself and, and see value in what I brought to the company. And so, I mean, those are two stories, but I feel like the list could go on of, of how many times and in different ways that it's happened. But overarching, I will say, I think there's a really beautiful support system for women in business right now. Yes. And I have so many female founder friends who just crush it in what they do. And I have so much admiration and excitement for what they're doing. And, and, um, you know, and, and, and I think as women now, and it has been for a long time, but men are almost a little afraid of women entrepreneurs and women founders, which I'm fine with. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so, it's so true. Okay. So you know, I'm, I'm older than you and everything, but, and I, when I was your age coming up, that's, you know, our, it was not, the internet was not what it was like, you know, right. 20 years ago, you know, and you didn't hear about going and starting an online business. You know, you were taught, you know, go to school, get a good job, you know, get out there and do better for your family than what your parents did for you. So, you know, you follow along and you did that, got a good job and everything. And then now what inspires me is all of you ladies, because like you said, I follow a lot of female founders because I learned so much from all of them. And it inspires me because I think, okay, they're all out there, you know, busting it. And they're, you know, I, I say, you know, they're bringing their ovaries to the table, you know, yeah. and then they're, and, do, and they're doing, and they're doing great things. So it, it just brings a lot of joy in it. Um, it helps me, you know, and I think it helps a lot of other women to know, Hey, that we can go out there and we can do this too. And, and like you said, I think there's a lot of camaraderie in the community. And I think more women today, I think they're, the, I think the millennials, I have to credit this to the millennial generation. I think there's more um, collaboration than there is competition today due to Absolutely. our millennial, our millennial um, friends, you know, our millennial women, because women in my day and age, it was like, it's still a lot of it is competition, you know, like, oh my God, don't tell her this, this secret, because, you know, you don't want her to get ahead of you. And it's like, you know, hey, you want to ask me, I, I want you to succeed. The more women at the top, the better. You know, then we can all celebrate together. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. There's room, there's room for everybody. We yeah. all just need to support each other and celebrate each other. Yeah. So I think that's great. So it's, it's awesome hearing that too. So then like, okay, so tell me, did you, did you have a, like, were you always healthy? I mean, and then you just automatically knew that you wanted to carry that over. I mean, once that you got out of the clothing business and you were thinking about starting something else, was your mind always moving in the, in the health direction? Were you healthy, like growing up? Um, I was so, okay. First of all, how much time do we even have? Cause like how dig, how deep am I digging into the information? <laughs> we about, well, we have about an, an hour. So we have, let's say, oh yeah. What, what time is it now? Oh yeah. We got a good. 40, 20, 30 minutes left. So okay. go ahead. Okay. So, um, so yes, I was, I was always healthy without realizing that I was healthy. And the reason why I say that is because, um, my mom is a great cook. My mom was always in the kitchen. She was a career mom and I could not have dreamt of having a better mom. She was the volunteer mom. So involved sewing costumes when we were in ballet school and, and volunteering at our elementary school library, like she was just always there. And I'm so grateful for having her as my uh, example that she set for my sisters and I. Um, 
so she cooked at home and we used to beg my mom for store-bought bread it, at the time we were uh, now I look back I'm like we were such brats that we were asking her for this this white bread with the packaging that had colored polka dots on it like wonder <laughs> bread or something and my mom was like you know once in a while she'd get it for us as a treat but she would bake homemade bread and that's what we ate and so she cooked everything and we didn't have you know a ton of money growing up I wouldn't we were you lived well and we never knew my parents financial situation because we always had fun so whether or not they could or couldn't have money to do certain things we never knew and we never felt it because everything we did was really fun with them um but we cooked at home we didn't really eat in restaurants yeah. and she just had this ability to make whatever was in the fridge or in our house in the pantry taste great she'd make these amazing meals and so we grew up with a very um I guess like adventurous palate because that's just what my mom was cooking so then as I started to get older I developed a love for baking and sorry they're doing they're doing work in the laundry room um I developed a love for baking and my love for baking because my mom was a savory person she loved savory she didn't like sweet and so I started baking and then I was like gosh I started being more conscious of how much sugar and like at the time shortening was in baked goods and you know a lot of really strange ingredients that I was like oh do I want those in my body simultaneously I was in ballet school and so I had to eat for energy for just you know to, to I mean we were in school but we were also in a government-funded ballet school and so you know six plus hours a day we're dancing and so I was mindful like I know I'm eating these foods to give me enough energy to get through my very demanding days as a, as a teenager and so it was there but I wasn't aware of it and so then when I started baking, same kind of thing, I started making little tweaks to my baking. And I was like, well, what if I used, you know, olive oil instead of shortening? Or what if I used, you know, and so I started making little tweaks, maple syrup. I'm Canadian. I love maple syrup. I use it for everything. So um, I would start to make little tweaks and, and bake. And then as once I became an adult and I was in my 20s and moved out, my cooking really started to become a priority for me. And I think that with our group of friends, I would tackle these really like known dishes and I would put my twist on it and I wouldn't tell anyone that it was either like plant-based at the time, which plant-based wasn't really a thing then, but that it was plant-based. We're not vegan. We're not hundred percent plant-based. We are mostly plant-based, um, but we eat everything. I'm not great with restrictions. Um, so, so basically we started, I started just cooking a lot. And so I would have friends over. Andrew and I have always loved hosting. We've been together since I was 21. So it's my whole, I feel like it's as, I mean, ever since I was hosting, Andrew and I were living together. And so we would love hosting and I would cook these meals and I would always put a healthy spin on things. And I would tell people at the end of the meal or Andrew would like, you know, say something like, did you know she used this instead of that? And, um, and I just kind of started developing that. So I think what I now, when I tell this story, I do realize that it started at home it, be, it was me wanting to make healthier sweets for myself, for my own cravings. It was me then wanting to have energy through my day, for my lifestyle. Um, and then, then it became us wanting to host and share food with other people that was healthier versions of X. And what I realize now is I just, I love inspiring people to eat a little healthier. We're not extreme people. And, um, and I think it's important when people sometimes talk with me or, or with Andrew, they go, oh my gosh, you guys mustn't eat this and you mustn't eat that. And you probably don't do this. And it's actually quite the opposite. We do do it all, but yeah. we do it in moderation. And when you start to eat healthy and you know this as well as anyone in our industry, you just feel so good that you want it to keep going. And so you start to explore a little more and you try something different. And, you know, I think for us, we're really huge on just wanting to feel and be the happiest, healthiest versions of ourselves that we can possibly be. And that's what now, at this, at this time in my life, that's where it's at. I just want to feel good. I want to, you know, inspire the people to feel good, but baby steps, not yeah. everything. Absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, that's what I talk about. You know, we, I talk all the time about, you know, small steps every day, just get you there. And I'm like, I'm with you. I'm not into restrictive diets. I'm not into like any one particular, I think you need to be able to eat what you want to eat. And just like you said, you can make almost anything healthier. Okay. I mean, even macaroni and cheese can be healthier. You can make pizza healthier. You can do whatever. So I'm just like you. I, I just think that people need to just start looking at their nutrition because I truly believe that, you know, health starts at the end of your fork. 
Um, Absolutely. And it's a, it's a big thing. And I just, you know, and like, I, I love the, you put out the other day was maybe last week, a couple weeks ago on your Instagram, you asked why, why is there so much sugar in bread? <laughs> yes. And it's true. You know, if you read, if people would just take a moment, which they don't, but you know, and I went to, and I was looking at your website today too, the blog article about, I love that about nutri- reading a nutrition label. Cause most people don't know how to do it. It's so and, important. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, my goodness, why in a piece of bread, do you have to have like this many ingredients, you know? And it's just like, and then if you look at organic bread, it's like this many. And it's just, it's true. It's because sugar is such a predominant thing in our society. It's very addictive. It's like heroin to the brain. And once you get started on it, which most people who have, who follow the sad American diet, unfortunately, because that's what, you know, a lot of people grew up on and that's what they're, yeah. in, they're introduced to. You get hooked on it and then you just, your body just keeps wanting more and more of it. So it's, it's very hard to get people to disconnect from sugar. But like you said, I think that, you know, if people could really just, if we could just take them back to a moment when they could actually know what they felt like without all that stuff and they could see how good they felt, they'd want to go back there. But I think I hear so many of my friends, they just think that feeling crappy is, is their norm. It's normal. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, oh, I'm tired all the time. That's just normal. Oh, I have no energy. I just, it's just, that's just how it is. And I'm like, uh, no, that's not how it should be, you know? So I'm just like you, I want to be healthy. I've got, you know, I've got one, I've got a beautiful grand, you know, granddaughter, she's my life right now. And we're expecting another one next month. So, you know, I just want to be healthy my entire life while I'm on this planet. You know, I'm like you, I want to be healthy and I want to spread the word of health to other people and try to help them in any way too. So I just think that that's awesome. Which I want to say really quickly, if you don't mind, I just want to say something because when you bring up the nutrition facts and, and, and that, I think one thing for me that, that I love to, um, to, share with friends and, 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 you know, maybe people who aren't quite as, um, savvy at reading a nutrition label, because it can be a little bit overwhelming and I'm looking at our juice bottle right now, but, um, what I, what I think is helpful for me is read the ingredients. If you don't want to read and interpret the numbers, because it can be overwhelming, like how much sugar should I have in a serving and how many servings are in this? And I, you know, sometimes it can be overwhelming or calories or, or all that, um, what I just to simplify, it, I always say just read the ingredients. And like you said, if, if the bread has this many ingredients, maybe think about buying a bread that has this many ingredients, yeah. knowing that if you can't, if you don't know what majority of the ingredients are, you probably don't want them in your body in the first place. Yep. And so we really try in our house to read the ingredients of everything. Now, do I make sound choices for my kids all the time? No, I have Annie's gummies in my pantry and like, like there's sugar in there. It's, it's organic cane sugar, but it is sugar. And I know it's addictive, you know, again, going back to not being restrictive. I, 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 I start everything. Like when I bring them snacks after school, I start with vegetables and fruit. You know, I don't want them to feel deprived. I don't don't want them to think they can't have sweets. So I let them have sweets, but I always try to fill them up on the good stuff first. Um, And again, going back to stuff with minimal ingredients. Yeah, no, that's, it's, you're absolutely true. I would say, if you look at the, you know, sometimes you look at a product and they'll say, let's say it's like cucumber or whatever. And then you go and you will read the label and like cucumber is the last thing that's on the ingredient list. It's like, and the first thing is um, something else, you know, all these other things. And I'm like, well, if the first, the first ingredient is always what is in that product the most. Okay. That's what that is so important for people to know. (laughs) It is. So whatever those first ingredients are, that's what's the most limited. So if the cucumber is the last thing on the list and it says, oh, you know, this has cucumber, whatever, it's a mask or something. I mean, you're really not getting the cucumber because it's the very last thing. And maybe they put a pinch of it in there. If you're lucky, they just have to have a little bit of cucumber to say that it's in the thing. So like I tell people, just like you said, you know, look at what the first couple ingredients are. And so many things that I tell them, if you can't pronounce it, like you said, you really shouldn't be eating it. And there's so many variations like MSG. There's like four or five different names for MSG. So it's really hard, you know, so just see where it comes in there. And then also I really tell people, you know, like what you do too, is like, be intuitive about your eating, you know, like how do you feel when you eat certain foods? Because we are all genetically different and different yes. foods will make each one of us feel differently. I know like if I eat like a heavy carb, something like I don't do that at lunchtime because I have to work and mm-hmm. I will be exhausted afterwards. Like, I'm like, Oh God, how am I going to make it through the rest of this yeah. day? You need a nap. You're yeah. tired. Yes. So it's like, I try to leave those, you know, for like the weekend or when I don't have to do a lot of productivity, you know, and just be mindful of I, you know, if you're going to go out for a really heavy carb meal for dinner, cause you're going out for special like well then make your breakfast and your lunch a little bit more healthier. Don't have as many carbs in there if you're going to save it up for there. So it's, it's just like that. So I think it's just yeah. becoming a little mindful, you know, and I think people, I think this past year, 
people have gotten a lot more mindful, you know, and have got, and have got a little bit more health conscious. So if anything, like there's a lot of negative, that's poor thing came out of the pandemic, but I think some of the good stuff that did come out is that people now are paying attention to their immune system. They're paying attention Absolutely. to, um, you know, having better supplements, you know, and so that's where I want to ask the next question too, is like with, um, I know that you have the detox on your, on your website with the juices and stuff. So, you know, talk to us a little bit about, you know, about juicing, you know, the health benefits of it and, you know, just kind of a little bit about that. And like, if somebody wanted to do a juice detox, how would they kind of like go about it and, you know, safely so that they can hear if they wanted to kind of check it out and kind of start on that road a little bit? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Well, I mean, true story, which is why I'm in this industry, (laughs) juice changed my life. And it wasn't just one thing that set me off. And I was like, no, I'm healthy. And I drink green juice. Like it didn't start like that. Um, But we really swear by one juice a day. And I think that doing a cleanse or doing a detox, there are benefits to it for sure. You want to give your um, digestive system a break from digesting food. You know, if there are a lot of benefits Saying that, we really try to encourage people who have not had cold-pressed juice before to order a week or two's worth of juice and just incorporate one juice into their everyday. And going back to us being people that really, you know, we believe in moderation and, and we live in a space where we just try to do everything in moderation, um, I start every single day with green juice. That is, there's no question whether I'm traveling or not, I will find a place to get a green juice. Um And sometimes when I've been traveling and there have been no green juice options, I'll have a green juice powder that I can add to water. They taste terrible. And I kind of just like (laughs) chug them back. But I really do believe in the benefits of starting every day with the green juice. And for me, it just, I, I get clear. I feel energized right away. Um, I feel like my digestive system starts working right away. And, um, you know, I love my superfood coffee and I have that after, but I really try to encourage people to have a juice first thing in the morning or to use it as a mid-afternoon pick-me-up when you feel like you need a coffee or some caffeine or some sugar. And so a lot of times, you know, I pick the kids up and I'm exhausted. I've had a day at the office and it's busy. And I'm like, oh God, I really just want like a chocolate chip muffin. Or like, I really just want like something out of like a sweet set of something out of the freezer. So I'll try to always have a juice first. I'm big on water. I drink a ton of water as well. So there's always water. (laughs) Same. (laughs) So there's always water close by as well. But um, for me, that's really the most important times where I try to encourage people to have juice is first thing in the morning or a mid-afternoon snack. Um, you know, some people who say, look, I'm, I'm really trying to lose some weight and I'd love to know how I can work juice into, uh, you know, something where I can get to a more ideal health level because I hate the term like losing weight. I just want people to feel good and be energetic. Um, but a lot of times I think, like you said, he- people have heavy meals at nighttime. And so something I often suggest too is, you know, eat a very early dinner. And then if you do start to get hungry a little later, have a juice then, you know, so that you're not having a heavy meal and going to bed with a full stomach. So, you know, I think there are a lot of ways to incorporate it into people's lifestyles. For us, we tried to make it easier on our website where we have kits. So we have like a hydration kit. We have an immune boosting kit, which is heavy on like ginger and uh, roots, like you know, beets and and a lot of really dark leafy greens just to help, you know, detoxify. And so we have um, immune boosting, we have hydrating, we have all different options, but then you can also just pick any of the juices and of course build build a kit on your own as well. Hang on one second. No problem, sorry. So see ladies, she also talks about just like what I talked to you about too, is I talked to you better about that you have a smoothie in the morning. So she also talks really good about having a green juice in the morning. And the reason is, like I tell you, is because a green juice, you know, is heavy on cleansing and it can also set your day up for that well balanced so that throughout the day, you're not going to reach for all those bad things or things that may not be quote unquote as healthy for you as you go through your day. So a juice is a great way to do it. And, you know, um, I think that it's, um, it's another option and I love it. So I was just, I was just telling them because like, I always, like you said, in the morning, I always tell the ladies to, I talk about having like a green smoothie in the morning. And a lot of times I'll, yes. too. and I said, having a green juice is an option to do that because what I talked to them about, and I'm sure like you say the same thing too, is having that energy or that good energy in the morning, sets your entire day off always in the right track. Then you tend to be on a, you know, an even insulin throughout the rest of your day. So you're not going up and down and you tend to reach for less 
bad things, you know, quote, that, exactly. Yeah. You no, know, throughout your day and stuff like that too. I, I, the reason that I say detox or cleanse is because, you know, I don't know, I find so many people like those words, you know, or they want to have a word behind something that they do. Like, I don't know, maybe it makes them feel better, but just like you and I, you know, we're into the everyday type of health thing. And I think that, you know, for me, for juicing, I tell people a lot where it's really good is I think people need to clean up their gut. A lot of our guts are our second brains and they're very, toxic for you know in our environment and stuff like that and you know juices and green juices especially help you talk mm -hmm. your liver your colon um they help your bowel regularity you know they do like, we don't like talking about that but you know it's something Look, very important <laughs> we we talk about that and i think this is something where you know in this space it's something that we do talk about a lot and i had a lot of stomach problems before i realized before i started juicing and and like you, I, we do a green smoothie or we do a smoothie every single day. And I, you know, I think the juice, we don't use it as a meal replacement. We make smoothies in the morning. We have healthy lunches, we eat dinners. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's, it is so important to have your, to have gut health and to be regular. And, you know, it's, it all, it's, we're all, it's all connected. This is our only body. We need to take care of it and yeah, fuel it with all the good stuff. Absolutely. And I think that um, you know, especially with all like the chlorophyll, I think kale, you know, all those leaf, dark leafy greens, they really help the gut and they have a lot of anti-anxiety properties, especially if you help clean up your gut because it's your second brain houses, host houses more of your neurons than, than even up here. So I think that, you know, people, just like you said, it's easy to incorporate. And I love that, you know, that yours is convenient because I'll be honest with you, I, I buy stuff in like that's already stuff done because I tried juicing you know one time I, I took my mom's Jacqueline juicer you know and you go to Costco and I got the big bag of carrots and you juice it down and it yep. comes out to be like this and you can only use it like you said for three days and you got to get rid of it and the mess so I'd rather leave you guys with the mess to clean up it's <laughs> no but like selfishly so our first juicer was a Jacqueline juicer also and we were juicing at home we were buying our produce at the farmer's market we have so much produce and we're like this is gonna last us all week and after a day we were like where'd all the produce go oh it made this little tiny bit of juice so yes i couldn't agree more i mean i think when you're buying juice it's important and not to say that we are the only great company out there there are companies doing it so well um as well it's important to know like for us because we're putting it in a bottle and it gets to people and there is a lag time between when they're having it now our juice has a shelf life of a couple months so you're so people are totally fine um, but we source our ingredients directly from farmers and we're getting it like they harvest it one day. We're buying it through the night and into the next morning and we're juicing it that following day yep. and it gets triple strained and it gets bottled. And so our juice for us, we really care about where we're sourcing from the only the best. I mean, just such amazing farms who make such great produce. And I always say that if you're going to make a juice, like I think a lot of people who are in the juicing industry, they're like, oh, well, it doesn't need to like look good. It can be a little wilty, the kale. It can be I always say like, if I wouldn't use it and serve it to my guests in a salad, it's yep. not going in our, it's not going in our juice. It needs to be healthy, vibrant, freshly harvested. And I do believe that you can taste the difference. And, and when you're putting like in every bottle and going back to how much produce you need to make one bottle of juice, when you're putting two plus pounds of produce in one, if you're using that much produce in one bottle, the yep. convenience of how much nutrients you're getting is incredible. And it is easier in, I always say, buy your juice, make your smoothies. Yeah. So, cause it's just juices. It's not, unless you really have a lifestyle, which is, I don't, I don't really know anyone who does yeah. where you have the time and the space and the, and the, you know, the ability to make your own juice every single day. There are some people who do, and I have a lot of admiration for them. That's not my life, not with two young kids and the business and everything yeah. else. Um, but I would say make your smoothies every day, but buy your juices, but make sure if you're buying juices, you get ones that you know are quality and that they're not made with concentrates and syrups and they're not watered down with water and all kinds of stuff. Like make sure that they're really a hundred percent fresh produce going into them. Yeah, I definitely, I always tell all of our everywhere. I always talk about it, whether it's in the podcast, the blog to anybody, you know, no, for me, I want to know where my products come from. Maybe other people don't, you know, I, I really want to know um, the transparency. I want to know that what I'm getting is what's in there. I want to know that what's going in there is going to, is working for my body. Number one, all that kind of stuff. Cause I'm, I'm a science freak and I do the research and all that kind of stuff. Yes. So I like knowing that my stuff comes from, you know, it goes from the farmer to this and it's into the product, you know, because you know where it's coming from, you know, what's going in that product. There's no pesticides, you know, people are checking it, which is, which is really good because 
if you're going to buy, like I tell them, if you're going to buy juice, you're going to buy supplements, you know, you want to buy a quality product, you know, absolutely. That's not where you you want. I tell people, that's not where you want to skimp. Okay. Maybe, maybe don't do your nails, you know, as much, or, you know, maybe one less coffee that you go to Starbucks or whatever, Mm -hmm. buy quality stuff that you know is going to do your body some good, you know, cause I'm, I I always tell, yeah, I tell people don't go buy their supplements from the big box store. Okay. That's just my thing too. Okay. Because I want to know where my stuff comes from and I want the company to be honest enough to say where their stuff comes from. And if they can tell me that, and I can see the chain of, of where it goes, like you said, you know, how yours goes, you know, and I definitely want fresh stuff, especially when it comes to juicing. Absolutely. I I don't want, you know, there's a lot of stuff with, you know, there's E. coli out there all over the place, you know, you want quality stuff. So like Cassandra said, you know, get your juice, make your smoothie, buy quality goods, you know, know what you're taking, you know, read the ingredients and all that kind of good stuff there. So that is awesome. So I also want to know too, because I have gotten a lot of great tips off of you from Instagram for great products for my grandbaby. Cause I know you've got all those good things on there. I love your baking stuff. And <laughs> Thank you. So since you've got, you know, you've got two small kids and I especially love the, the video that you did with the stretch band out in the yard. You were doing your little exercises <laughs> while you were helping the kids pick up the stuff in the yard. And so, okay. I want to talk about, I don't, I don't think of necessarily balance. I don't like that word balance because I think every day is different, but I want to hear, you know, you're a mama, you've got two small kids, you're healthy, you're putting in your stuff, you're running a company. So what does that look like for you? And, you know, some, how do you, how do you do it all? And do you do it all? You know, and, you know, how do you tell other women about it? Like when they ask you about how you do it, cause I'm sure that many women ask you, how do you do it all? How do you do it all? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So, I mean, I do it all the way we all do it all, but it never looks the same. It is always, uh, some days are great and smooth and awesome. I'm like, I've got this. And then some days I'm pulling my hair and I want to scream and like, I just can't wait to get the kids to bed. And I'm like, I I don't want to do this anymore. Um, so, I mean, I think I surround, I I have, I didn't do this with the first one with West. I really, I, we, we weren't in a position to do it. We weren't in a position to really have help. And we, both of our families live in Montreal. And so West, when we had him was everywhere I was and it made him a very social little boy, a very adventurous little boy. He's very sweet and sensitive, but he's really up for anything. And he's really up to to trying anything. And, And he, because he's always been with me and Wolf is a little bit different. So West is six and Wolf is, uh, he'll be two in December. And Wolf was really a COVID baby because we had him end of December and then COVID happened in March of 2019 into 2020. Um, and he kind of lived in a bubble because we were home and he was just used to us and our niece Clover, who at the time was living with us. And so um, it's interesting how they're different socially and, and Wolf doesn't understand having to share me with a lot of other people. So, you know, he gets really upset when he doesn't have my attention. Whereas West understands like, well, mommy's at work, you know, or mommy's in a, in a conversation. So, and also he's older, but he's always been like this. Um, so it's been interesting kind of having Wolf understand like in that video that you're talking about where I was using this amazing like resistance band, I had set, I, I was determined to get a workout in on that day. And I tried, I try to sweat or do something once a day. Some days that is nothing but doing squats while I'm brushing my teeth at nighttime <laughs> because, because I'm like, oh my gosh, the day's done. I didn't do anything. And I just want to fit something in. And so I'm literally like, my eyes are closed and I'm brushing my teeth and I'm doing squats in my bathroom. Um, I, you know, it, it might, it looks perfect. I think sometimes it looks perfect to people because you only share what you share on social media. Um, but it is oftentimes when I don't have my phone in my hand, which is a lot of the time, just pure chaos. And so with West, he was with me all the time. With Wolf, once I had to start going back to work and, and once the world started opening up a little bit, we did hire a part-time nanny. Yeah. And having help three days a week was an absolute game changer. And I, and I was like, how, why did I not do this sooner? And I think as women, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to do it all and to do it all ourselves. And I've got it. I've got it. I can handle it. I can handle it. But we're just running ourselves ragged. And I have done that. I do do that sometimes still. Um, And it's not to say that you can't do that. It's just that I think what I learn as I get older is to surround myself with more support and to say when I need the help, you know, even to say to Andrew, like I needs X amount of time to go do a workout. 
you know, it's, I used to go do Pilates classes. Now we have a, a reformer in our garage, which I'm so grateful for it. It's a secondhand reformer. Um, but I try to do something every single day. And whether we have childcare or not, I wanted to do a Pilates class that day. I didn't get to do a Pilates class. So I went online and I found a 10 minute booty or like lower body workout that I could use a resistance band for. And the kid, Wolf, I, I mean, it was in, it was in, um, a time lapse. So it was a quick yeah. video, but Wolf was like taking water from his water station and dumping it on me. <laughs> and like West is like, mommy, come play soccer, come play soccer. I'm like, I'm like trying to do like these crunches and these like, you know, leg lifts. And I'm like, I'll be there in a minute, West. Um, so, you know, I'm really, I go into everything and I'm like, it's not going to be perfect, but I'd rather do something than nothing because it fills me up and I need it for myself. So um, I, I, I do do it all, but I don't do it all. I buy a lot of pre-frozen um things that i cook with a lot of pre you know frozen items health usually healthy ones but frozen items and i do half pre-made something with half fresh something because that's what i have time to do yep. so you know there's there are a lot of ways to get it done you just have to be okay with it not looking and being the way you always think it's going to be <laughs> so oh, you yes, just definitely you know, I just, I try to be really forgiving and kind to myself and I do what I can when I can. And that's it. Yeah. Absolutely. I tell, I tell our ladies, I say, you know, give yourself space and grace. Okay. That's space what and grace. Yes. I need to use that. <laughs> I do. And I even say with myself, okay, Michelle, give yourself some space and grace because before my granddaughter, I used to be, I, I used to go to the gym all the time before the pandemic hit and everything was doing really great with that. Then it was the whole year that, you know, we couldn't do anything. And then, you know, I have my mom over on this side. So I've got my kids, even though they're, 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 you're, they're grown, but they still need their mama. They always do. They never leave. And, um, you know, then I've got my, I love hearing that. so I help my, I help my daughter because my son-in-law is in the military and, you know, he deploys and when um, he's gone and he's on his trips and stuff like that, she needs help. So I help her. And then I, on this side, I've got like my mom who's like 89 and has a little bit of Alzheimer's. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm in the sandwich generation. I got it up on both sides. Yes. So I don't have like, I'm like you, I don't have necessarily small kids, but I walk, my thing is I walk every day. That's my mm -hmm. thing. It's I, I go outside and I just, I walk five miles every day. I try to get it. I walk in between patients at my job. It's just my way to think and, and, you know, wind down. And I don't, and I put it in spurts of moments. Like I don't do all five miles at one time. I could never do that. I break it up throughout the day, you know, whenever right. I put it in. And I'm like, I, I've been trying to get to the gym for the last like two and a half months. And I keep saying, okay, I'm going to, my gym clothes are in the car because I <laughs> this week I was going to go to the gym after I got off work. Well, that point didn't happen. And I just have to say, you know, you just got like you, you got to just go with the day because between caring for my mom, you know, I do everything for her over on this side and I help my daughter on this side. Plus, you know, I work three days, three and a half days a week practicing. And then I'm trying to get, you know, my wellness business, the membership off the ground. So it's right. like, like at the end of the day, you know, I'm like, I'm exhausted. And I'm like, you know, it's okay, Michelle, just, you know, go read your book and go chill out with Netflix. You're okay. Yes. Yes. You know? And I think that it's, it really is hard for women to do that because we're so used to, that's just who women are. You know, men are tunnel blind, you know, and they just kind of yes. like do this and they're like very, okay, women. So we, good at we, just doing we, this. And we do it all. And I think because we're wired to do it all, um, that we just kind of do do it and we take it on and we say, well, you know, I, I'll just do it. And so I, I like to hear exactly what you're saying, because that's how reality is. We just do what we can do when you can do it and you fit it in small things. And because I think if we ever had to fit it in all perfectly, none of us would be doing anything. Oh my gosh. We wouldn't do a thing. <laughs> no, it really, it is very true. I I'm going to use space and grace. I love that you say that. That's it. Yeah. That's a really nice takeaway. Yeah. I say that every day. So uh, just with rounding it up here and things. So I always ask our guests when we have them on here, like, and I'm trying to get more on here too lately is, um, What's your personal, um, like what, I, I know you said that you do something for your wellness thing, but what does your wellness routine kind of look like? I mean, if you, hypothetically, if you could do a wellness routine, like every day, you know, what do you try to get in? Like, I know you said you do your green juice every morning. That's your, that's your definite there, not, not yeah. a non-negotiable. Um, but what other things like, do you do like for yourself, for your self-care and, and all that kind of good stuff? Um, I, need to step up my self-care game. Andrew's really good at it. My husband Andrew's great at self-care and I take away, I take a lot from him because he's like going to bed before me and he's making sure he gets in his supplements and he does a meditation every day. Um, my, my routine is green juice in the morning and a superfood coffee shortly after. And uh, in my superfood coffee, I use a, you know, high quality coffee. I'm putting collagen peptides. I'm putting um, some superfood creamer. I do a little 
mushroom blend for adaptogens. I put some CBD in there. I use um, a nano-emulsified, like a water-soluble CBD for anti-inflammation. And, um, and so that's kind of like my our morning routine. And so I love to start my day with that. Then it usually ends up being a smoothie pre-lunch. And then um, one thing that I do almost every single day, except on weekends, of course, is I make my lunch the night before. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that because I'm, you know, I share, I, I post a lot about that, but I make our son's lunch the night before because I like to have chill mornings. I don't like to be yeah. rushing out the door. And so I, I noticed that I was making West's lunch at the time pre-Wolf and I would throughout my day, I would grab, you know, like a bar or where am I going to eat lunch today? And I have meetings here and I have a meeting there. And all like, there was like this light that just turned on. And I was like, gosh, I should just make my lunch when I make West lunch. Everything's out from dinner anyways. It's all when the kitchen's a disaster. So I make my lunch and that has been such a game changer for me because the same way that a green juice in the morning and, and a superfood coffee and my smoothie in the morning, now, no matter where I am, I have my lunch. Usually I'm at the office, but if I am on the go, I'll pull the car over and I'll go sit on a park bench and I will have my lunch. But knowing that I'm fueling myself throughout the day is something that if I'm not doing it, I don't feel my best. And so um, a, that's definitely a, a, an important thing for me is to have my lunch or healthy options available. Um, and then I try to get a workout in. In my dream world, I would wake up at 6 I would go do a Pilates class and have my green juice. And then by seven o'clock, the boys would be up and we'd all have breakfast together. That is not what happens every day because Wolf decided to dive out of his crib at a year and a half old and we had to put a railing on and he comes out of the bed and he gets up at like 5.45. And so in a dream world, I get my workout in in the morning. It doesn't always happen, especially at this time in our life. Um, but I do try to get some exercise. And sometimes that exercise is going to the park with the boys after school and throwing a ball or playing soccer in the backyard or, you know, going for the neighborhood, uh, one of our neighborhood walks that we go on. I love walking too. It's my time to like meditate and I just, I enjoy it so much. And we're, we're really in a hilly area here. So it's a great workout. Um, so that's pretty much my day. Dinner is always, you know, kind of creative and, and I don't really know exactly what we're making. I'm not huge on meal planning. But I think like setting myself up in the day with green juice, superfood, coffee, a smoothie, and knowing my lunch is there when I need it, that for me is my wellness, um, my wellness plan. And then I do meditate probably, you know, four or five days a week, just 20 minutes when I can get it in. And, um, and that's just the best. And obviously drinking lots of water and getting enough sleep, which is my, is my biggest challenge, but I'm, I'm getting better. Yeah, me too. Sleep is my biggest challenge. I've been working on that this last year. So it's, it's getting better. Great. I don't do yeah, the same. I don't get the full eight hours of sleep, but you know, that's, it's, I, it's okay. I, I, can, <laughs> I can function on four. I don't want, I don't like to, but I, I can, you know, from my, from all my night, late nights and everything too. So well, hey, too. this has been, this has been awesome. So do me a favor, tell everybody where they can, where they can find you, um, where you're, you know, on social media, whatever links you want to give, where they can go buy the juices and all that kind of good stuff too. Amazing. Yes. So um, my Instagram is at Cass Troy Walker. And uh, so I'm on there. You can DM me, you can message me. I'm not the best at responding, but I try to be when I have the time. Um, and then our juices are available on our website. It's www.littlewest.com and we can ship nationwide. But if you are on the West Coast, we sell our juices in Whole Foods in the Southern Pacific region. So California, Nevada, Arizona. And then we're in coffee shops and hotels all over the West Coast. So um, you can oftentimes find us there as well. And um, I was also going to say, Michelle, we, I don't think we even talked about this, but we should offer a promo code for your listeners. Okay, so we should, we'll, we'll do, um, I, Miranda will be the one to, to do this, but we'll call it probably Well Women 15. Okay. And that way, anyone, that, anyone that's listening to this, if they haven't tried our juices, they're more than welcome to go on and we'll keep it live. So whoever you want to suggest to try the juice, we'll keep it, we'll keep it ongoing. Well, thank you so much. Hey, okay. One have a question about the whole food thing. So, you know, Amazon bought whole foods yes. are, is, are they going to be available like through Amazon, like that you can order from Amazon? Do you know? I feel like, I feel like you read my mind because in uh, 30 minutes before we spoke, I was in a text thread about this. They're not available on Amazon specifically okay. yet because okay. they're perishable and they need to be refrigerated, but they are available um, through the Amazon app. If you're ordering from a local whole foods. 
Got it. Okay, cool. So okay. like I can order them because I have, you know, a Whole Foods in Burbank down the street. And so I can order from there and, and I can't get Little West. So if you are near a Whole Foods that carries Little West, you can go on the app and order them to your house that way. Okay, cool, cool. Well, hey, I thank you so much. This has been fantastic and um, enlightening. And I just love talking to you. And hopefully, you know, we'll have you back at, an, at another time. I'd love that. Thank you so much. And thank you for doing what you do. You inspire so many people. All right, well, thank you so much. And ladies, um, go follow her on Instagram. Go shop at Little West. We will put the coupon code in the show notes. It will also be on the main website um, podcast page. So you can go use that there. Take her up on the offer. And just, you know, like I said, she's got a lot of great stuff on her Instagram. So I highly recommend that you go there and follow her. So until next week, ladies, um, thank you so much. May God richly bless your life and you have a great week. And we'll talk to you and bye for now.